This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting podcast all about the ins and outs of caregiving for a loved one. Tips, tricks, true stories, and experts. It's all here on Caregiver's Compass. This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting, inspiring podcast for everything caregiving. We have it all here. Personal caregiving stories, tips and tricks from therapists, real-life examples and stories, and experts to take you along the way through your caregiving journey. My name is Stephanie Muscat. I'm a registered social worker. I'm a therapist. I work on the front lines in the hospital with caregivers and their loved ones. This is what I do, and I hope to bring all of my stories and experience to you. I am also a previous caregiver of my mom and my grandmother. I was their primary caregiver alone for many years, and I talk about all of that as well. I know what it's like going through the experience. I know what it's like to feel isolated and alone, and this podcast is to do everything possible to lift you up and help you get through every single day. So what might this podcast sound like? Well, here are some clips from our upcoming episodes in three, two, one. I vowed that later on in my career, I knew I wanted to become a social worker and a therapist. And I vowed that once I was out of the trenches of caregiving and once I got my degree and a lot of experience under my belt, that I was gonna create something for caregivers. So over time, my father took over the role of primary caregiver for my mom. She also has some other assistants. So I have been able to move forward. I got married, I had kids. I'm obviously still in communication with my father. I still visit them, but I'm definitely not that primary person anymore. And I haven't been for a long time. But, you know, as always, something always creeps up. Over the years, my father has had to have several surgeries. I've had to step in for both him and my mother at the same time because I'm the only one that they have around. And I have taken on that role, although briefly. And so that's my goal with the virtual art making is that care partners feel confident creating art with their loved one with dementia and that they can just fly with it. I love that. I love that. And I think some people might be wondering if my loved one has aggression, you know, if they're more behavioral, could they engage in art therapy? How do we go about that? I think that's a great question. So my number one rule is I do not introduce anything new to is agitated, aggressive, not in a good space, because then they're going to associate a negative connotation to the art, to this experience, to me. So the best time to do it is when someone's just in a calm space. They create this wonderful connection with art so that in a couple of sessions, if they are agitated or, you know, you as a care partner are trying to distract them, they have a good connection already, then you can do something with them. That's totally fair. So I guess making sure that obviously it's impossible to know when someone may not be agitated or behavioral, but trying to time that 
at a certain point when they're not sundowning, for example, or when they're in a better, tend to be in a better space during the day and seeing what you could do with that. You have to be open to trying things, whether it's therapy, support groups, you know, there's lots of different, sometimes, I mean, I've taken a step back at work too, to try to help with the balance where sometimes I felt like I was doing too much at work. And I was like, you know what, I need to reduce my roles in some capacities or reduce the service that I'm doing to the university because it's really not beneficial to me. But it took me a while. I mean, it took me a while to get there, right? I mean, remember, I've been doing this. I mean, I've been a caregiver for 16 years and intensively for about 12. And I think we're talking the last like four or five, I sort of developed this better awareness to things. So it was was a long time before I figured these things out. Right. But it's, it's good to see that it is possible even wearing all of those hats. And I know you've also said with CrossFit, it's not just about, you know, the, the great workout that you get, but it's the community that you've met there. You've been able to meet all these supportive people in a different environment. And I think that's so helpful because you can have that physical separation and that emotional separation and feel like you're in some other place just for that hour, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing I I learned too, I didn't talk a lot about caregiving to many people. And then I've learned this through the gym, but also outside, the more, the more you do talk about it, the more you find supportive community around you that's willing to help. And maybe that's just listening, but also maybe it's like coming over and providing some assistance or, or other ways like that. So I think you're right. The community there has been as, if not more beneficial than the actual, like getting in better physical shape, just because of those relationships that you're able to develop. So join us. We have new exciting episodes every single week, every Friday. I can't wait to be with you on Caregiver's Compass. To learn more about me, Stephanie, and my caregiving community, Compassion and Caregiving, please visit www.compassionandcaregiving.com or follow us on Instagram for everything caregiving at Compassion and Caregiving. See you there. Thanks for listening to Caregiver's Compass. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Please note that I'm currently booking discovery calls on my website for one-on-one private therapy sessions. If you are interested, please check it out at CompassionAndCaregiving.com. I'm Stephanie Muscat. Have an uplifting day, and I'll see you next time.